touched the pulleys. No problem, Jerry said. Jerry turned in a slow circle. Although it smelled musty, she loved the old theater at the Landmark School for Girls. The restored theater was on the National Register of Historic Places, and it felt like a museum. Without warning, someone grabbed Jerry's arm, and she jumped. It was Brittany, a seventh grader who had appeared out of nowhere. Rosa said you're writing about the play for the paper? Wait till you hear my song with Haley. It's hilarious. You'll love Stepsister's Lament. I play Esmeralda, and Haley is Prunella. She tapped Jerry's notebook. You want to write that down? Um, okay. Really? Someone ought to write a whole musical starring Esmeralda. We need to hear the other side of the story. Don't you think so? Brittany shook her cascading blonde hair that reached to her elbows. Jerry remembered from tryouts that Brittany had auditioned for the lead. It's hard to imagine you as an ugly stepsister. Stage makeup. Brittany squatted, dug into a backpack on the floor, and then handed Jerry two four-by-six glossy photos. Keep these for your article. Isn't that some transformation? No kidding. In the first photo, Brittany was her normal, beautiful self. The second photo showed her in stage makeup. Brittany as Esmeralda had a wart on her nose, a protruding chin, whiskers poking from several moles, and a scraggly black wig. Brittany grabbed Jerry's pen and wrote in her notebook. My name ends in E-Y. B-R-I-T-N-E-Y B-R-O-W-N. Let's get the publicity right. Thanks, Jerry said thinking, cool. Apparently, Rosa hadn't mentioned that Jerry's article was only for their sixth grade media project, not for the official school paper, the landmark lightning bolt. Let's go, the director said, clapping her hands. Ready, Cinderella? We'll do in my own little corner. Turning, Jerry skirted the scenery and props and hurried down the steps to take a front row center seat. She glanced around the stage and finally spotted Miss Kimberly down in the orchestra pit. Only her head, thick neck, and beefy raised arms were visible. The obese twenty-something woman was an enthusiastic drama coach, but she looked more like a sumo wrestler. On stage, Cinderella was locked up in a tower room to perform her next song. Earlier, she and Sally Hall, who played Prince Charming, had both been totally convincing in their duet despite their matching blue uniform jumpers. Jerry couldn't wait until her friends could perform in costume. Jerry gave Rosa a thumbs up, but her roommate didn't respond. Instead, Rosa stared into space. What's up? Jerry wondered. A musical introduction blared over the loudspeakers, startling Rosa. She missed her cue by a couple of beats, and when she came in, her voice was weak. Jerry could barely hear her. In a thin, thready soprano, Rosa sang about her own little corner of the world and being whatever she wanted to be. Woodenly, she moved back and forth in front of the tower windows. Jerry sat forward. What's the deal? At the end of the song, Jerry clapped and whistled. Rosa stood with shoulders sagging. Miss Kimberly, dressed in black spandex pants and a ruffled pink tent top, laboriously climbed the stairs from the orchestra pit to the stage. She closed her eyes for a moment, as if dizzy, 
and then lumbered over to the tower setting and spoke quietly to Rosa. Judging by the look on Rosa's embarrassed face, the comments weren't good. And when you hit this part, Miss Kimberly said, raising her voice, your body language and tone of voice need to match the words and meaning of the song. Here, like this. She sat down on the child-sized footstool, and it disappeared beneath her hulking frame. Although she sang the song without accompaniment and hit every note clear and true, she was breathless and pale at the end. In the wings, Brittany and Haley snickered as the drama teacher sang about her own little chair. Jerry thought it was mean to laugh, but Miss Kimberly did need something more than a tiny chair. Miss Kimberly's finger combed her short, curly hair and announced, Rosa needs to try on her ball gown, but the rest of you can leave now. She yawned and rubbed her eyes. Good job, everyone.